This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Welcome into your weekend, everybody. It's time for another edition of The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. Mike North and Carmen DeFelco with you to uh, set you up for another great weekend. we got Week 10 in the NFL, Week 11 in the college slate. The Bears have hit the bye. It is Bears, Giants, Texans, and Bengals on bye in Week 10. And it started last night with another underdog not only covering but winning outright, Mike. I mean, this has sort of been the theme of not just this season but the last couple of seasons. Dogs this year are now 78-56-1 against the number in Miami, who under Brian Flores has been a very good home dog, actually, a very good cover at home in general. Uh, not only cover the spread but one outright to kick off Week 10 against the Bears' next opponent, the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, I, I put some couch changes, Carmen would say. First of all, how you doing, everybody? Carmen, good to have you back. Good to be uh, back. After a well-deserved vacation. And I got to tell you that uh, I had Miami, but I took the over. I just figured that Miami's secondary isn't that good. But then last night, just like the NFL's been all year, folks, uh, the unusual happens. That's why it's a great league. Any given Sunday, any given Thursday, yep. any given Monday. Uh, so it goes Miami and the under. Uh, here's what I'm getting tired of, two things. OBJ, okay? Uh, <laughs> I'm tired, so tired of that guy. I've had enough of him. Never before have I seen a man who's got 250 yards uh, worth of catches, uh, you know, get this much praise, uh, you know, early, uh, is, especially when he's almost done. Uh, but also the fact that every week we're keeping tabs on an MVP. And every week that guy, whether it's Josh Allen, Herbert, or Lamar Jackson, lays an egg. And I don't want to sugarcoat it. Lamar Jackson was brutal last night. So was the team. And if they are behind 17 points, let's say, in the fourth quarter of a playoff game, I don't know if he'll be able to, like in a regular season, run his way to glory. He's going to have to pass, and I'm still out uh, with the jury on that one, Carm. Yeah, I mean, look at the playoff. We've seen uh, what's happened to the Ravens oh, absolutely. in the past, last couple of years, too. Yeah, I know. It, it, it's And I love the, I love him, but yeah, there are nights like so last do night I. where you go, hmm. Yeah, well, I and, love Brady for the MVP from the beginning. You know what? He's he's the odds-on favorite. I think he's going. He's hoping to have a big game this week. He's coming off of a bye. Uh, but, you know, we've heard about Herbert. We've heard about Allen. We've heard about Lamar Jackson. Let's just wait and see how it pans out. It's become father for talk shows and TV shows, you know, uh, really talking about something. we still got seven, eight weeks left in the season, for God's yeah, sake. And, 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 and Brady is, to Mike's point, Brady in a oh. lot of the shops now is is the favorite. Josh Allen still kind of nipping at his heels, or I know I saw one book earlier had Josh Allen still as a slight favorite ahead of Didn't Brady. did they but score six points a couple weeks ago? They scored six points last week? Last week, Against me. Jacksonville. Come on. I, I think Brady's the favorite. I think, I do, I think if you're, I think it's his award right now. Now, but, like you just said, Mike, we still have plenty of football if left. If Brady this, breaks the touchdown record, it's all, I mean, the record. It's, it's his. It's his. Without I question. mean, I don't understand. I looked up, up something today. Because, you know, I try to bring something different, as you know, every single week. Not the same old stuff. We're still waiting for that to happen. I know. They, I, ladies Smart and gentlemen, guy. Randolph guy. Tennessee Williams Merkin. Tennessee Williams Merkin. Yeah. I love the, la- the last, hey, guess what? I'm ordering the book. 
but I'm going to order it last, just like I was told, okay? When everybody else knows about it, bragging about it. Hey, I didn't know either. I know. I'm happy for you, Randy. How long did it take I bought my copy today. It took a year and a half. Okay. What'd you write? A page a night? Basically, yeah. That's what I would do. And then I'd quit halfway through. That's it. I mean, I have no... That's a congratulations on that. I was thinking of writing my encounters, but they're very brief. You know? Hey, how you doing, uh, Albert Bell? Hey, I want a PC. Okay, take care. Yeah, and exactly. that's it. See ya. Yeah. See ya. That would be the shortest book ever, a mini book, if uh, so to speak. Uh, but but believe me when I tell you this. What were we talking about, by the way? About the Brady. About uh, Brady. Tom Brady's going to get it. Tom Brady is going to get it. He's going for 40-some touchdowns. He's got a few amount of interceptions. I heard my buddy Mike Greenberg say this yesterday because Greeny, you know what? I used to counsel him when he was a young man. He says... On Twitter yesterday, Carm, I've never seen a team so aggressive as the Rams with their pickups. Going after OBJ, you know, going after this guy, going after that guy, going after Stafford. That's the most aggressive I've seen it. I said, except for last year. Brady, Antonio Brown, Rob Gronkowski, and it worked. I think the Rams are a poor man's version, or they're trying to copy Tampa Bay's success. Yeah, they're going uh, while they they're looking at this window, figuring we got to get one. And let's add whatever right. we can. Yeah. Um, by the way, on Brady, I mean, if he were to win it, that would be two MVP awards in his forties. I mean, know what's criminal? Like that? That's insane. You know what's criminal? Before I got sidetracked, like I like to do the the, the stat I came up with. I just looked it up. Peyton Manning has five MVPs, and Tom Brady has four. Oh, my God. Brady's got three. This would be four for Brady. He's got three. Oh, he's only got three? He's got oh, three. I thought I read it wrong. Okay. Okay. Brady, man, you're right. Manning has five. He won his last one in 2013. Right. Brady won his last one in 2017. That was the season he turned 40. I mean, a 40-year-old MVPs in the NFL? This well, guy's DeBerg, I remember everybody thought Steve DeBerg was a freak because he played till he was 40, 45. You had guys Unreal. like George Blanda. Uh, you know, uh, who played into their late 40s. But they were like bit players, second stringers, emergency starters. They were not the best in the game. I mean, I've said this many times. When Michael Jordan plays Tom Brady in golf, he's the guy with the least amount of championships. It's amazing. And that's not the case when he plays golf with anybody else in the world. Other than like Bill Russell, right? Yeah, I mean, exactly. you're right. There's like that's it. There's like two guys. It's like Bill Russell and Tom Brady. Those Bill Russell guys. and I would play golf, and about the fifth hole, we'd say we're going to get in the cart and go get something. To eat. And that's about it. Yeah, yeah, like the Brady stuff continues to be insane. I mean, if this guy at 44, 45 years old wins an, an MVP, well, award, that's because of the rules. It's just too. insane. Uh, the Bucks come out of bye by the way this week. They're on the road at Washington. They're about mm-hmm. a nine and a half, ten point favorite. Bucks are tied for second. In yards per play, they're second in EPA per play, and Washington's defense has been brutal. 31st in EPA play, uh, EPA per play against, fourth worst average depth of target against, fourth worst points per game allowed. I don't know if Ron Rivera used his bye week to maybe fix that uh, defense a little bit, but it could get ugly. Not a game I'll be playing one way or another, but I my guess would be Brady's only going to pad those uh, MVP stats a little this week by hanging a big number on a bad Washington defense. Yeah, they have like three, four playmakers on Washington if you're lucky. Got a couple guys under defense, couple guys under offense. Uh, the lean so far, but I don't trust it, would be Washington. I think, uh, you know, it basically, I've never heard if you give Ron Rivera a week to prepare. 
You right, know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're 10 point dogs. But Arians and, and Brady, I might say, yeah, give them an extra week to prepare. I'll, Absolutely. I keep, an, keep an eye on the Chris Godwin news. Well, Brown and Gronk are not going to play. Chris Godwin, I'd stay I away. Think, I'm going to stay away, too. I think he will play. He he missed practice Wednesday and Thursday, though. So that's one thing that uh, you might want to keep uh, into your consideration if you're looking at the game. Washington's an NFL worst 1-7 against the number, by the way, this year. So uh, there's How about how the Fitzpatrick, was Fitzpatrick on that team? He, uh, last year. Yeah, and then they let him go. Yes, they stuck that, with Heineke. That was a mistake. That was a downright mistake. But then Fitz, he can't stay healthy anyway. He can't, He's a yeah. part-time he's, guy. He's too old anyway. They hey. need to get a quarterback. That's what they got to oh, do. Oh, for sure. Because I think, well, we saw Miami last night, folks. And, uh, you know, Jacoby Brissett, Brissett is your starter when it was supposed to be the other guy. And they keep saying the other guy's going to be this and be that. Yet he never hardly plays. He's had a tough time staying healthy, too, unfortunately. Right. I mean, two was out there last night, but, yeah, like he's, he's another one that's had a tough time staying healthy, I know. Um, how about Falcon? Merck, were you going to chime in, by the way, I buddy? I was going to say that Bruce Arians says Godwin will be a game-time decision, game, so we, won't, we okay. won't know until Sunday. Won't know until Sunday. I think he'll play, but, yeah, it's important to note he did miss two days of practice. Cowboys got the doors blown off of him oh. last week. They host the Falcons. One of my bets. Boy, I mean, how about the Broncos last week? I don't know. what. I think maybe that was more on the Cowboys. I'm not sure what that it was. It was on the Cowboys. And now Dak Prescott, he was another guy that were touting for MVP. You know, it's just a great league this year. You want to talk about parity? Oh, my You don't God. know who's winning week to week. Yeah. I can't believe we're above 500. Folks, listen, let me tell you something. I'm not a guy that usually, well, I'm sort of lying a little bit, toots my own horn. But Carmen DeFelco, 17-5. and five. Mike North, after being like 2-9, and nine, is 19-16-2. and two. Randy Merkin goes 2-0 last week. Beautiful. What are you doing? We were there with COVID. It's a lot of winners. We're there with the inflation. We're there with the shelves not being stocked. We're there with, with people that need that extra buck right here. That's every right. Single, every single week, Friday and Saturday. It's a lot of wins above 500. Yeah, Friday nights. Uh, you're going to get us on Saturdays. You're going to get uh, uh, Especially the now? Chicago app. Yeah, back in business. Although, Carmen, I see on the media pool that you are doing very well. You were 4-1. and one, I was 2-3. and three. The Cowboys blew that game. Otherwise, I, But I noticed that I'm like only five points out of fourth place. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to be the type of guy. It's a tight race. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be the type of guy that a good friend to you and everybody in the pool. Okay? Even though right now I'm a, few, I'm a point in last place. I will make a deal with you. Okay. I'll split all the prize money with you, no matter who wins. Now, that's one through four. That's 2100 for first, I think, 1100 for second, and some other things. What do you think, Carmen? So, wait, if either one of us finishes in the top four, we're going to split it? Well, I know right now you think you got the the first place thing. You're, you're I am saying. in first. Yeah. Uh, so, you're saying you could, like, I could split well, it Like, let's say I pass to... you and I get the 2100. I'd split it with you. But you're probably feeling secure because you got an eleven point lead. I do feel pretty good. Okay, but I but I but I keep looking at Mike creep up the standings. I'm like nah. he's going to make the charge. Well, I won like, six out of my last ten, but this year the NFL's crazy. Like you do you, last hey, year. Hey, I like love it. You know what? By the way, folks, remember when the public won for three weeks? Oh yeah, that's gone. That went to hell. Yeah, last yeah, week. There's with a the guy dogs. asking his wife to go to the bank today. You know that went to hell last week with the dog and yeah, last night with the teasers. Yeah, and the uh, Ravens we... tied up as money line plays. Yeah. Oh, my God. I know. 
When we come back, we're going to talk to our buddy Luke Pergandy from PropSwap. you got to get involved. We'll see what's hot there. we got Jim Miller a little bit later on. we got Jimmy. best plays. Lots of college and pro games to talk about. So uh, we're going to cruise along with everybody here. Don't go away. We're coming right back inside the Odds Couple. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Welcome back inside the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Alongside Mike North, I'm Carmen DeFalco. Time in the show to say hi to uh, one of our favorite guests who joins us each and every week. And we talk about all the great tickets for sale at PropSwap.com and the PropSwap app. He is the one and only Luke Pergandy. Hello, Luke. Who's going to be the MVP then next week? (laughs) I hope it's Bryce Harper. Luke and I were talking about it on uh, Carmen and Yurko earlier today. I panned him. I've got the Harper ticket that I hope cashes, but Luke made an interesting point that he had half a year. Well, he was pretty spectacular. But he down was the spectacular. Too. But Luke, make make the point that you were making earlier today because I think you know these votes have been tabulated. Yeah. Okay. Now the Correct. the books in the states because of that have you know you can't bet that prop anymore, but offshore you can. So mm. tell everybody what you were telling us earlier today on the show. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So this this bet has been off the board for a month. At any legal sports book in the country, MGM, DraftKings, FanDuel, points bet, you name it, you've not been able to make this bet for over 30 days. But I would say on PropSwap, you can. But then more importantly, offshore, Swan Soto and Bryce Harper, each minus 110 to win the NL MVP. Shohei Otani has it locked up. He's, yes. he's winning. Yeah. Um, but uh, in the NL, it is a coin flip between Bryce Harper and Juan Soto. And I hear you, Mike, like – Bryce Harper had a really good second stretch. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he already But did Soto one. get off to a slow start, too? He did a little bit because yeah. he was hurt early, too. Yeah. He had COVID, or he might have had COVID early or something. I can't yeah. remember. But he did. He got off to a little bit of a slow start, but, boy, is he good. And now that it's a coin flip, it scares me that the offshore books have it that close. But Luke's yeah. got, they've got, PropSwap has an unbelievable Soto ticket that somebody can buy. Yeah. No, we got a monster. We have a uh, – it'll cost you 3500 bucks on Juan Soto. He's got it priced at plus 186. I mean, best best price in the world. And like we discussed, it's, uh, it's, it's a difficult bet to get down on anyway. So he's got it priced – extremely fairly and it's very difficult near impossible Where's to make this from? bet right now where's he the from seller? I the no, seller no no Juan Soto. Juan, Juan Soto. Soto's Dominican I believe all right I think, so I, if, yeah. the, if the they're DR. offshore I you know what and he's Latino and they can still do it and bet it is he got the advantage over Bryce Harper I don't know. who basically played for Philadelphia didn't make a whole lot of noise but he had half a season I you know I would imagine I, I, I would probably lean Soto, but I I think Bryce Harper really made so much noise in the second half, so it's it's yeah. really tough to no, pick he one did. over the other. Obviously, both you know both teams didn't you know Phillies kind of came close to right. making the playoffs. Nationals, of course, didn't even sniff it. Um, and you know, in the same division with the World Series champ, you know, obviously, but to your point, the votes were tabulated before that happened. But right. um, you know, just an interesting storyline nonetheless. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, if you have a Bryce Harper ticket, you got two options. You can either buy this monster Juan Soto ticket. I would pay ten grand. It'll be a nice check for the holidays. Um, or you can post it for sale, get it sold, and then 
re-bet Bryce Harper offshore or just take the profits right now. you got till next Thursday to make a move. That, yeah. that gets announced next Thursday. Why the MLB decides to wait for two weeks post-World Series to announce this stuff, I have no idea. No one cares about baseball anymore. We've, we've moved on to football, basketball, hockey. But in the sports betting world, this is a hot, uh, hot race. You know, I was going to ask you about uh, the MVP thing and how every day, the stuff on TV, the stuff on radio has to help prop swap. Every week there's a different MVP. Even here we've talked about, oh, Josh Allen looks good. Herbert looks good. Lamar Jackson looks like a, a can't-miss MVP. All that time, the guy I loved from the beginning, I think we all sort of liked him, was uh, I think he started off the beginning at 16-1. to 1. He's down to 8 was Tom Brady. How mm-hmm. much does this help prop swap? where it used to be you yeah. broke down the games, now it's become where's OBJ going, where's Rodgers going. How much has that helped your guys' company? Yeah, totally. All, all you know, long season awards, who's going to win yeah. MVP, who's going to win the Super Bowl, that's what we specialize in and, and completely agree. All this, um, you know, stock up, stock down, Josh Allen loses to the Jaguars, his stock's down. Um, it, it's great. You know, I, I think back to the years when the Warriors were, you know, they'd start the season at minus money to win the NBA Finals, right? And that was just horrible for Propsoft because, A, no one wants to bet on the Warriors at minus money, get your keep your money locked up at the casino for seven months. And then also all the other teams, no one wants to bet on the other teams because the Warriors are such a lot. So it was basically just like, let's just not bet NBA futures during that Warriors dynasty. And I'm sure this was the case during Michael Jordan Bulls in the 90s, where, it's, you know, these teams started plus, you know, 150 or two to one. It just stinks for all NBA futures betting. Um, but yeah, fast forward to today, NBA is wide open in terms of the championship. And then the MVP is super wide open. Le- LeBron James right now, 35 to one. Oh my God. To win the NBA MVP. I I'm a buyer on that. Just, I'm not, I don't know if he's going to win it this year. He's obviously been hurt and he's hurt right now, but like, give me the best player in the league at 35 to one on a team. That's probably final sound this year. Like, um, flip that thing in a couple months. Just, once yeah, the other I, I hate month. to break the news to both guys. And I, Carmen, you didn't really say anything, but if you're the best player in the league, you're not 35 to one. Okay, Michael Jordan might have been 35 to one when he was done, averaging 20 points a game when he was 40 for the Wizards. But 35 yeah. to one is too much of an too much of an attraction. I mean, yeah. if everybody in America bet LeBron, they ruin whoever put that odds out. Don't you think if LeBron yeah. does indeed become what he was seven, eight years ago? Oh, well, you need to get him hot though if he can get those odds down to 10 to one again. Like, well, then every then they start having a stroke. And, and uh, Luke had said this earlier today with us, too. Listen, if you were bullish on the Bulls and you're yeah. a Bulls fan and you bought a ticket at 100 to 1, they're like 30 to 1 right now. Post that ticket, folks. Oh. Just post it. Yeah. Reinvest if you want. But, I mean, come on. To go from in, in, in a month span or three weeks since the season tipped off, whatever it's been here, we got, we're got 11 games in. They've gone from 100 to 1 to 30 to 1. I mean, you yeah. might as well yeah. post it's, it, right, Luke? It's still a long shot, though, boys. It is for sure. But, I no, mean, no, in no, prop no. swap, that's the beauty. You can make that's money. That's the beauty of it. Exactly. Yeah. You put it up. Yeah. yeah, it's, you know, I just, you're dealing with the Brooklyn Nets. It's just, I, I don't know if Kyrie's going to play this year. I have no idea what's going on with them. But honestly, just Durant and Harden being on the same team, like, it's it's just too much. It's too much firepower. Um, so, you know, I, I like the Bulls this year. Don't get me wrong. This is a great team. DeMar DeRozan just is, he might be the best jump shooter in the, in the league. How did, how did I, I asked Carmen Yurko earlier today, 
how the hell does anybody let DeMar DeRozan go? I know that we weren't that overly excited about it, but now that I'm looking at it, who the yeah. heck decided to let him leave? I know he makes like 26 mil, but he seems like he's worth it right now. Yeah, he, he's he's good for a quiet 30 every single night. It's, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. Um, Caruso's playing hard. Trust me, I, I like this team, um, but if you got a 101 bet, flip that. Reinvest into the Bulls at thirty to one. You've locked in some money. We're not yep. even, you know, we're not even at the twenty-five percent point of the NBA season. That's he's telling not to take some profit off the table. Luke, have a great weekend as always, buddy. And we appreciate the time. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good weekend. Thank you, Mike. Uh, oh, talk to you we later. Love you. There's Luke Pergandy from PropSwap. Check out the app. Check out the website, wow. guys, because you can really make money. You can buy and sell tickets and have a lot of fun doing it. You know uh, who still doesn't get the credit? Who? I looked up Steph Curry today. Everybody's talking about Durant's this, Durant's that. Here's what I know about Durant. He went to Golden State because just like in 16 and softball, we used to have guys defect teams to go to better teams because they knew the teams they were on could win it, that they couldn't carry it maybe by themselves. But I looked at the stats. I mean, Curry's 27-6-6. Durant's 27-6-4. I'm going to myself, and this kid, this kid doesn't get any. How about him for MVP? Oh, my guess is he's. My guess is right now, Steph's the favorite for MVP. I would absolutely. Think. I, 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 I could look. I haven't looked at the NBA futures. And Carm, if I offered you the field and I took the Nets, wouldn't it be tempting in the East to take the field with Milwaukee? Yes, uh, I mean, 100%. come on. If you offered me the field, if you took the Nets and said, "Damn field, I right," would take the field. I, I agree with you on that, Mike. I cannot believe um, that Giannis and the Bucks—they play as a team. Maybe they didn't watch last year. They defeated a super type of team situation and did it as a team concept with a superstar. Did everybody miss that? Yeah. By the way, Steph is the favorite. Steph's three he to should one. Be. Durant's three and a half to one. Giannis is seven to one. Our guy uh, Jokic, uh, the reigning MVP, is also seven to one. Uh, the first bull that you see, boy, John Morant's playing really well. He's twenty-two to one. So he's the first... two on and off sometimes. Would be, I don't think he's got enough help over there. He needs yeah, a you're little bit right. more help. Boy, points yeah. bet has LeBron at fifty to one right now. Wow. He's done so, yeah. as far as MVP time. Yeah, I'm I know. I think you're right, he's and done. he's going to rest his body too much. And sure. He's injured right now. He hasn't played this week. By the way, the Bulls tonight about a five and a half point underdog as they start a very difficult road <laughs> trip out in Golden State against Steph and the Warriors. Uh, the Bulls are eight and three, not only straight up but also against the number, the second best mark in the NBA in the early going. They're three and one as a dog. So if five you year to, uh, move too late. If What's they that, Mike? I mean, what I'm saying is they should have made the packs and Gar move five years oh, ago. Yeah. Well, look what's happened just by making that move. And for Bear fans, take a look at what a change in the front office does for yeah, people some, if they do some, it right. Some fresh blood has definitely helped. Yep. yep. We got a lot of football to talk about, so Mike and I are going to go through a bunch of NFL and college games when we come up next. We got uh, when we come back next. Excuse me. We got some best plays for you before we're out of here. And Mike gave you the numbers earlier. We're above 500, huh. uh, well above 500 yeah. as a team on the year, and so you want to stick around for those best plays a little bit later on. Uh, it's Carmen. It's Mike. We're the Odds Couple, and we are presented by PropSwap. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Welcome back inside The Odds Couple presented by PropSwap on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Don't forget about the Saturday morning encore replay 8 to 9 right into uh, Connor McKnight and White Sox weekly this weekend. And then uh, at 10, it'll be Pat Boyle and Brian Hanley with the hockey show on ESPN 1000. Dean so Martin wouldn't have worn a mask. Dean Martin would not have worn a mask? No, Are probably. you kidding no. me? Walking down Vegas, Dean Martin's got a mask on? 
Yeah, How about Edward John Wayne? A... John Wayne smokes six packs of cigarettes a day, but put the mask on. <laughs> and he did a movie by a nuclear site. Come on. Yeah, right. Exactly. Come on. Something tells me those guys might not have done it. Frank know. Sinatra, put your mask on or you can't come in. There's a riot. Forget it. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it would have been a shame to been come up that face of Frank Sinatra. Oh, yeah. You can't do it. Uh, Vikings Chargers this weekend. Let's start with this game. And I'll tell you, there's a lot of metric. Uh, metrically, I think there are a lot of things that, you know, kind of point to the Vikings as the dog here. They've historically been pretty good as a dog under Mike Zimmer. Uh, sixth best record when covering spreads. Uh, when taking points since 2014 with Zimmer as their head coach. But what scares me here is the kind of travel and schedule spot. You had to play a tough overtime game on one coast against Baltimore. They lost that game. Now it's out to the other coast to play the Chargers, although I guess the Vikings will be the home team because no Chargers fans are out there ever cheering their team. It's all the opposing fans. I mean, yeah. poor Justin Herbert has to cover the ear holes of his helmet to get the plays. It's crazy. They but Vikings, never Chargers. They should have never moved there, but Minnesota, I'll tell you this right now. Zimmerman, if you took off body parts for the times he's going to be, his job's in jeopardy, he might have one leg and an arm left, okay? Yeah, you're right. I mean, he's not been doing well at all. This is maybe a stay-away game with me, although the line looks like a trap line of plus three here. But Minnesota just doesn't seem to have the necessary oomph. I think if you had to look at uh, a division that has some coaches in trouble. And, you know, it, it would be, of course, even with Green Bay, uh, you know, LaFleur, and then you got uh, Nagy, and then you got this guy, and who knows what's going to happen in Detroit. But I expected better from Zimmer Carm. Uh, it just seems like the defense has lost some of their bite. Just a stay away from me. My guess is Nagy, and, uh, the Bears and the Vikings will be making coaching changes this offseason. Well, think somebody said right. to me, like I said last week to Randy, somebody said, you know, uh, well, you know, the Bears never make changes in midseason. The owner was the coach of the team for like a half a century. For no God's wonder sake. why. He wasn't going to fire himself, That's you know, in, in, in November, even when they had bad teams. Yeah. Uh, how about Chiefs and Raiders? Every team in that division out there right now has five wins. This is the Sunday night game. The Raiders are at home as a small intra-division home dog in a primetime game. I always like that angle. Raiders getting two and a half. Total is 52. The Raiders somehow found a way to lose in New York last weekend, uh, which was just awful. But they outgained the Giants considerably by nearly 160 yards, Mike. And believe it or not, the Raiders have the fourth best EPA per play in the NFL over the last month. So Carr's played well. This offense has played well. And that defense can pressure the quarterback without blitzing, which is huge against Mahomes and the Chiefs. They don't blitz a lot. In fact, less than anybody in the league, but their pressure percentage is sixth best in the league, so that might be Vegas's recipe to frustrating Mahomes and the Chiefs. And that offense just doesn't look the same recently, Mike. Oh, no. I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, basically, let's just go over it real quick. Watson may go to jail. Mahomes looks like Byron Leftwich now. Josh Allen put up six points, and Mitch is going to sign a $100 million deal next year. He is That's not signing a $100 million deal. Stop it. Okay. Well, everything's working out. Who's well giving for him. Mitch a hundred million? Well, what happens if he signs a five-year deal? Nobody. What, getting... what are you going to sign him for less than twenty? That that's the going price for quarterbacks. How much? You, how much you think Ryan Tannehill's making at some? He's of these making guys? like yeah, he's making too much. I mean, my <laughs> God, all these guys make too much. Are you kidding me? There's but no way, a starting Mitch. quarterback for a franchise is going to demand plus twenty. Stafford, yeah. Mitch was one and Mitch was nine and one uh, was six Mike. and one against Stafford, and Stafford was making twenty million. He's but he's making two million this year. And that's he's not right. It's play. called good business. If he would have gone to remember how great you thought Sam Darnold was. 
You no, told never. me how, how much he was better than Mitch. Remember that? Never. Everybody, yeah, well, uh, well, I got you mixed up with Greedy. Because you know what? The Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> The New York love for Sam Darnold it's was crazy. nauseating if you know how to watch football. Oh, it's crazy. And I'll give yeah. everybody this. Mitch is better than him. That's yes, not I, I would agree. I've never once said Sam Darnold was better than Mitch. Yeah, Sam Darnold's garbage. I mean, he's going to – but all I was saying is how quickly things change in the National Football League, Carm. Mahomes looks horrible. Looks yeah, the last horrible. four weeks. The last four weeks are tough to figure. I mean, Kelsey looks bad. Yeah, uh, they're, 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 Hunt. I mean, everybody. Uh, um, they just they don't they don't have another receiving option right now outside of Hill and Kelsey. Teams are taking them away more than they got ever. two, three players. I'm not blaming Mahomes, but you know what? His reign. I mean, really, they were comparing him to Brady. He might well, end up with only compare, one. You can't compare anybody to Brady. No, it's, he it's, might it's, end up with only one Super well, Bowl. He's got a long way to go. We'll see. But, uh, I mean, they're, they're on two opposite ends of the You spectrum. want Kansas City? I'll take the field. We'll do that little game. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not doing that. No way. I'm taking the I field like every Las day. I like Las Vegas a little bit, dear. What's that? I lean, I lean Vegas. I lean Vegas a little bit in this game, too, actually. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I, you know, and people think at some point Kansas City's going to figure out that offense. I'm not so sure. I don't know. Like, I lean Vegas here a little bit as well. Uh, I like the spot for the that interdivision dog City's here. And Kansas City's defense—they're nothing to write home about. Okay, they not held uh, they held Green Bay without Aaron Rodgers to sell. Yeah, I don't. I mean, you right? can't evaluate that. I mean, no. it's just Jordan Love was terrible. I mean, yeah, there's I, you can't evaluate that at all. And the Chiefs just don't cover these numbers anymore where they're laying points. This is a smaller line. You're less than a field goal here, but the Chiefs are nine and seventeen as a, uh, against the spread as a favorite since the start of last season. Nine and seventeen. I mean, it's terrible. Yeah. It's, it's hard. They've to trust killed them right me now. a couple times. I mean, yeah. uh, they've killed me. A, I had them last week. You know, on my own against uh, uh, the Pack. You know. I mean, by God, the whole thing is just, it's just like last night. I mean, these games just don't figure. Everybody in America. I mean, I called my guy just to see what was going on. I go, hey, how's it going? And you know what he asked me? Who's Baltimore playing? I go, what are you talking about? I haven't written them down yet. I said, they're playing Miami. That's what he said. Oh, my God. That's how bad it was last That's night. That's how bad it is. The carnage was, was felt because Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. I mean, John Harbaugh. It was a sloppy game. He even admitted he didn't have them ready. How can you not be ready? I you don't know? know. That's weird. I, 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 sometimes I think that's just like a coach. That's what thing, I think, right? yeah. It's yeah. my fault. It's yeah. this and that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We got some good college games this weekend. Uh, oh. Look, if Michigan wants to make the matchup in a couple weeks against the Buckeyes significant and meaningful, and if they want a shot still at the playoff, and they did leap MSU, even though they have the head-to-head loss, they got to win this weekend. They haven't done that very often in Happy Valley, Mike. Uh, Penn State is a sh- uh, short one-and-a-half-point underdog at home against Michigan, but the Wolverines have lost five of their last six trips into Happy Valley. Cade McNamara is not 100%. We'll see how much J.J. McCarthy will play, has to play. Tough environment for a young, inexperienced freshman quarterback to go into. But uh, weather could be an issue there tomorrow as well. I'm interested to see how Michigan responds, though. They bounced back, did a nice job last week. Can they do it again against Penn State this weekend? He should have won that game. They were winning 30-16. to 16. I know. Harbaugh just completely mismanaged that game. The rookie, the freshman quarterback, fumbles The twice. fumble was bad. you it, but, got but, a four-year senior-laden team. A lot of these guys never won a big game. And you're running the freshman out there. 
But I do know, think a lot of that had to do with whatever injury he sustained. You know, probably. Like, but I can't nail it down. Nobody's really talking. I think he could have played. Uh, let's see what this kid can do. He fumbled the first time. You should never see him again, unless indeed the guy was dinged up. I mean, it yeah. just was sad for Harbaugh. I think that was a tragic game for his coaching legacy. It was. You got Michigan State on the ropes, even though Randy brought up last week they did score that touchdown. I'm still they, waiting for they, evidence. They got hosed. In the, in the they Big got Ten, hosed. And the Big Ten has apologized, but uh, oh I mean, god, they, they did get hosed. You're I right. got hosed. Everybody got I hosed. I know, right? It's ridiculous. And I'll tell you another team: Iowa and Minnesota. I'm not going to do anything with this game. I couldn't believe I brought it up last week. You know, everybody's talking about Cincinnati. Minnesota was ranked 20th by the committee. I knew they were going to lose that game. Yeah, how about that? I mean, come on. And you got Wisconsin in the top 25 at that time? I mean, this just it, there's just so much nonsense going on. And Cincinnati, Cincinnati can't score a lot of points because, you know what, Carmen, when you try too hard, it's, you're not going to do it. It's even Especially, harder. You know what? But they win every game, but I think they're going to get screwed at the end even if they go undefeated. I told Randy yeah. this. Yeah. Oklahoma-Baylor's a good game this weekend with a lot on the line. I mean, look, Oklahoma's trying to make its case, and they will to the don't committee. Don't say reputation they... don't hurt you when you're ranked eighth and you're undefeated. It, that's from the past. They're 9-0 and they're ranked eighth. Yeah, that's because, you know what, things like Boise State beating them in the Orange Bowl back in the day, all the big games that they've lost. The Heisman Trophy candidates that haven't panned out. I think Oklahoma, for such a great program, doesn't have the greatest reputation as far as football is concerned because they always lose when it comes down to the big game. They can get themselves into this playoff picture, though, with wins this weekend and then in two weeks against Oklahoma State on the road. This will be a great game, I think, at Baylor this weekend. Baylor's a a five-and-a-half-point underdog at home. Uh, Bears are six and three against the number. Sooners just four and five, but they're playing better since they made the quarterback change. And Lincoln Riley has an extra week to prepare for. Let me ask you, I love you, Joe. Dollar ties up two and a half. Arkansas getting two and a half. I wear cold sneakers. And he's playing we had him on last week. He visited uh, with us because he said you've been ignoring him. And the best. Uh, yeah, Arkansas. That's another game. You know, LSU all of a sudden. Uh, yeah. Above 500 and only getting like less than, uh, yeah, I know they're at LSU, but they were supposed to be left for dead. Are they playing for Coach O in his, in his, last, uh, in his last year as he walks out with the $17 million? Come I mean, on. What, what else do they really have to play for right now? You're, right. You know, you're kind of right. You know, they're at home. Arkansas is the fa- – they're a small, fa- a small dog at home. Wow. Night, uh, Arkansas, of course, still right inside the top 25. LSU's getting uh, two and a half, three at home. Night game down in Death Valley, watch out if I'm Arkansas. Yeah. Not a game I'm betting, but I would just say watch out. That'll be a tough and game. And you know Those what? Sometimes, like, just like this NFL thing, you know, this is one of the weeks where the line – the lines, I, I we really could use till Sunday, folks. The yeah. lines in the NFL. The college game has been much, much, to me, easier than betting the National Football League this year. Even though we're off up, up 500, the college game has made me some money. Yeah. All right, when we come back, our guy Jim Miller's got some ponies Jimmy! for us. Yeah, we're going to talk to Jim, and we'll give you our best plays. Don't go anywhere. We're coming right back inside the Odds Couple. You're listening to the Odds Couple. With Mike North and Carmen DeFalco. On Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN. PN 1000.
Entering the home stretch on the Odds Couple alongside Mike North, I'm Carmen DeFelco. We're with you each and every week on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app, and it's time to talk to one of our favorites who uh, always gives us great horse plays for the weekend. He is the expert handicapper over at Hawthorne Racecourse. Follow him on Twitter at Hawthorne Jim, the one and only Jim Miller. Jim, hey! What's up, Jimmy? Gentlemen. Mother Nature's beating us up a little bit this weekend, but that's not going to stop us from racing. But I'll tell you, this is a little bit of the uh, tough conditions that we deal with here. But, hey, we're going to be going year-round now, so we're going to have to deal with a little bit of this. So rain, uh, sleet, snow, doesn't matter. You guys will still be racing. Does this mean off of the turf course because of the conditions, Jimmy? You know what? Just off for a couple of days this weekend. That's all. We're not going to close things up until we really we get that first deep freeze. So until the ground freezes and okay. we have that potential to run on the turf, we're going to do so. Got so it. many turf horses are here. They bet so much better on the grass. So we're going to try to stay on it as long as we can. Yeah, I mean, follow Jim Miller, uh, folks. Believe me on Twitter if you want great handicap and everything else. And if you want to hear a little bit of crying like he was doing today. <laughs> because I'm going to tell you right now, how, how do you think the horses feel? How about the jockeys got, got to wear 50 pounds of coat huh? as they're running through there, Jimmy? You'll be in your, your, in, in, your, in your box watching it. But I also, is that because of the frost of the grass that you won't let them run on, on, um, on the yeah. turf? Yeah, right now it's a little bit more of the precipitation from the rain we've had the last couple of days just okay. because you have, you have a little bit of inconsistency, and that does happen when it does get colder. You do want to make sure that everything's thawed all the way through, that the horses get proper footing on the turf course. So you're definitely right about that. And, Mike, you, you, you know what? You do make a very good point. Yes, I was whining a little bit out there walking the oh, turf. Oh, that's good. I was just kidding, today. you know. No, but here's the thing about it. When you get to winter racing, yep. the jocks are only allowed an extra three pounds worth of equipment. Yeah, that's wow. basically layers of clothing, and that's it. So you who think made about that rule? Guys. Because who made that rule? Because he should ride next to the jock when they do a. <laughs> it's actually our stewards of, of which two of them have ridden in the past. So it is one of those things where you do have to look into that because these are guys that are going thirty-five miles per hour, balancing themselves on basically two-inch pieces of metal yeah. on thousand-pound animals, and you're going right into the wind, into the rain, into the snow, whatever. So they really are. They're great athletes. They do a great job. But yeah, they deal with some terrible conditions at this time of year. Wow. All right. What do we like for uh, some action this weekend uh, to uh, get that bankroll set for Sunday football, like you always say, Jimmy? Yeah, that's right. Home cooking again. Going to Hawthorne on Saturday. We're going to bet all three of these across the board. Carm starting race number three. Bet the 12. Got Goots across the board. This will be a horse that's good on turf or dirt. Then race seven, stakes action. Bet the one horse, WW Fitzy. This one moving back to the dirt will help. And then in race eight, bet the three, Radiant Castle, a horse that gets a little bit of class relief and should be really tough. So the uh, three races are all at Hawthorne for Saturday, folks. Race three, the 12 horse across the board. Race seven, number one across the board. And then race eight, number three across the board, right? That's right, boys. Let's make some money. Sounds great. Jimmy, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, buddy. You got it. Jimmy! That's our guy, Jim Miller. Yeah, great Hawthorne guy. Jim. Absolutely love him, yes. And I know, because, you know, it's like baseball. You want to play under, for the fans, the best conditions. You want to play under, and it's been so beautiful in this town the last week or two. I, really I have never, I mean, uh, you know, we go for the walk and everything else with the dog and everything. It's beautiful the way that it's been. Fall's been great. I it's know. been awesome. It's, it's Now it's starting to turn a little bit as we get later and later into the year. All right, Mikey, before we're out of here, let us give out some best plays. Um, I know earlier today yep. on uh, with when you made your weekly hit with Yerk and me, uh, Connor McKnight was in for Yerk today. Uh, Mikey gave out NC oh, State sorry, plus I the two. Oh, sorry, I called him Yerk once. No, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, NC State plus the two. That's a huge game this weekend. That should be a fun game, Wake and NC 
State. Well, uh, I Mike gave likes out NC State there. Yeah, I gave out NC State plus the two. I gave out Ohio State minus the 20. I'm more uh, college-loaded this week, folks. And uh, I'm going to tell you something. Um, I think Virginia at home against Mm -hmm. Notre Dame is going to give Notre Dame all they can handle getting five and a half at home. Notre Dame, still a phenomenal coaching job by Brian Kelly. I mean, every year he gets the job done, his nose gets redder, he gets crazier, and they just keep producing. I, I think someday he's going to win a national championship, but the teams are so damn good that are going. Uh, but I like Virginia in that game. Kyle. Virginia against Notre Dame, all right, sounds good. Uh, I'm going to keep on the underdog trend here, especially in the NFL. I know the Titans are riding a five-game ATS winning streak, but I'm going to fade the Titans this week. I like the Saints on the road uh, getting the three. They're 3-0 and straight up and against the numbers a dog this season and this has been a real strong spot historically for Sean Payton uh, in his whole career and if you go back to the start of 2019 the Saints are actually 8-2 and two straight up and against the spread when they take points that is really strong and they can really stuff the run their defensive line is terrific they're number one in line yards they're number three in stuff rank they're third best overall in defensive DVOA and I know the Titans put up a big number last week but that game was a little deceiving they won by 12 as a seven point underdog on Sunday Night Football but Matthew Stafford kind of gifted them that game. They mm-hmm. still only mustered 194 yards of offense. I think they're going to be in for some tough sledding for a little bit here without Derrick Henry. So I'll back the Saints on the road getting the three this week. Yeah, I like that one, and I got one for everybody. I got really two more picks, but uh, I got the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think everybody thinks Ben is done. I remember I got in a discussion with some notable people about a month ago saying, are you kidding me? Don't look at the stats. Look at the man. Uh, but this one here, if he's so done, how are you? I know Detroit is a family favorite. We all want to see him win. I want to see him win. Uh, the only team that needs to win more than them is the Bears, to be quite honest yeah. with yeah, I'm going with the Steelers. Uh, right now it's minus eight. I think it'll go down to seven and a half. I don't think people have a whole lot of faith in the Steelers yet. I look at the personnel. I look at what happened. I didn't make this pick. My system makes it. Gave me Pittsburgh minus eight. Pittsburgh minus the eight. All right. And I'm also going to uh, I'm going to back the Browns on the road. I got a couple of road dogs here. Uh, the mm-hmm. Browns getting about two, two and a half points, depending on when you're looking. Uh, keep an eye on the Chubb news. There's also some uh, some tough uh, injury news here for the New Orleans uh, for the um, New England Patriots. Excuse me, as uh, Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson are both in concussion protocol. It seems like Stevenson is trending in a direction to play maybe a little bit more than Harris, but. The Browns can play some defense. Uh, let's face it, top 10 run D uh, going against the Patriots team. That is eighth in rush success rate, but again, they're very beat up in their backfield right now. Browns have a top 10 adjusted sack rate. I think they'll get after Mac Jones a little bit, and I think they'll keep it close on the road. They're feeling good about themselves. Yeah. They got rid of the Odell distraction. Huh. They played great on the road last week at Cincinnati, and I think the Browns, uh, while I'm not the world's biggest Baker Mayfield fan, I think they got a little swag going right now, especially on defense, and I think it'll be a very close competitive game, and they might steal one in New England this week. And you know what? And it wouldn't surprise me one bit. I mean, Cleveland be starting to be on a little bit of a roll. My last game, I mean, Russell Wilson really coming home for his senior year, at least Wisconsin, going to Green Bay, yep. getting three. Uh, I don't know if Rodgers is starting. I don't know if he's hosting a game show. I don't know if he took his vaccine. I, I don't know if he's on a game, uh, you know, on a radio show. I don't, I don't know what's going on. I think he's supposed to play. But uh, you know what? Uh, I know that people... Uh, our, our poo-poo in Seattle. I'm a huge Russell. He's my favorite role player uh, of anybody in football. I wanted Russell Williams, uh, Wilson uh, for the Bears, uh, and they didn't take him. So what else is new? 
I like Seattle plus the three over Green Bay. That's my uh, third best play, so let's we do together? it together. Let's do it together. Yeah, that, it's about time. That was third on my sheet. Mike yeah. and I have it. Yeah, to, the, let's do it together because I'm in agreement with you 100%. Yeah, come on. I'll take the points. Uh, yep. ap- I wish I would have got it really early when it was five and a half. I got it at three well, already. We can that, do that. that. We run in. the show. You want to give us five and a half? <laughs> well, we'll see what it goes off maybe at the by the time it kicks I did not off. know this, by the way. This is a surprise to me. I think it would be a surprise to Carmen. There really is a World Gambling Association. Go I figure. just thought I'd throw that in. I couldn't believe it. Somebody said, it. look it up. That's phenomenal. I know. Well, Mike and I will ride with that one together because I totally agree with him. <laughs> yes, we like we Seattle and the points this weekend. So there you go. A lot, a lot, a lot of underdogs again. Does but that's Randy have anything? Does Randy, Randy have... anything? Wisconsin cover a big number against uh, Northwestern, Merck? Uh, I think they will cover the big number, and I like the Vikings this weekend against okay. the Chargers. I tell you, they, that graded out metrically very strong. The too. only thing that the only thing that scares me is the travel schedule spot for the Vikings, right. but it's it, but it grades out very strongly, Merck. So would it surprise you if Merck comes out with a gambling book in two weeks? No. I think no. he's starting to write one right now. That's, uh, they're flying off the shelf at Eckhart Press, and they told him, you got to write another book, Merck. Write one about Damn Gable. right. That's it. I love him. We thank Randy Merkin. We yep. thank Tyler Rocky and everybody for Thanks, uh, getting guys. us going. Thanks to Luke Pergandy and Jim mm-hmm. Miller. And, uh, Mikey, as always, have a wonderful weekend, and we'll do it again next Friday. Okay, buddy? You got it, folks. So long, everybody. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000.